Hello. How are you? This is Mark. You're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Narma Star, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude You Thought I Was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local... Also, the poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, and the fucking baby whisperer. Another uh, fine Saturday morning here in the Honeycomb Hideout. How yeah. are you doing? How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. You know, I uh, took Friday off to take the baby to her appointments and whatnot. And just like, it was awesome because it's just father-daughter day. We just chill and hang out. Coffee shop chills. Did a little bit of work. Nice. And got home, helped out mom with uh, some stuff. And that's that's it. Just It's just sad the weather was good while I was at work. And not <laughs> when I have my days off. Yeah, it's been uh, you know spring in Reno. Mm-hmm. Going back and forth. Anything interesting this week besides... Uh, the day with the daughter? Now nah, just allergies again because the weather got warm. <laughs> so flowers are blossoming again. And I'm glad mine, mine, those tree allergies are going down mm-hmm. with all the, with the snow and rain. So uh, my allergies have, are finally abating. Now yours are starting. I'm They're sorry. like leveling out. Yeah. And like for me, it's just the clogged nose, but like my eyes don't get all crazy or nothing. It's just I'm more annoying than anything. Mm-hmm. So, but how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good. Um, it was super busy. It flew by. Um, had dinner with shout out to a longtime listener and friend Brienne. I hadn't seen like two years on Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. Tuesday did a couple home visits with some students. I uh, got to see you know them in their natural environment. It's nice to see them outside of school where they're more relaxed and cool. Wednesday we had a Holland board meeting again, getting everything ready for tonight, mm-hmm. and then the art show in a few weeks. And then Thursday I had a couple more home visits, so it was it was a crazy week. Last night just chilled, made some dinner, kicked it out, watched some uh, YouTube videos with the lady. Nothing too crazy. Just vegging on the couch is always good. Yes, I needed mm-hmm. and like was falling asleep at like ten ten thirty. Especially you got to have all the energy for today. We got exactly. we, we got a jam packed like, yeah. day. Yeah, I had, I had mm-hmm. to get up early today, so yeah. yeah. But uh, we have special guests this mm-hmm. week. Always bringing you the best that Reno Sparks and the world has to offer people. <laughs> Definitely. And this week is no different. We have the multi-talented Grace Hayes joining the show. Welcome to Up in the Mix, oh, Grace. Hey. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Do you have any AKAs that you want the world to know about? You know, Grace Hayes, AKA Grace or something. That's, uh, that's <laughs> I guess that's my, my comedy music name, just with uh-huh. no spaces, Grace or something. Also All my handle. Word. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It just, you know, grace or something, something yeah. or you other. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I say that, when people ask for my website, it's like, what's your website? Grace or something.com. They're like, do you know what your website is? Like, <laughs> you is that know? actually it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, uh, that's a good uh, icebreaker as well. Cause yeah, just and it's like, catchy. Yeah. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, it's actually the whole thing. <laughs> 
like yeah. a tribe called quest you say the whole thing the whole thing it's all one word <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever gonna forget that though you know yeah. once you tell them no that's really good <laughs> thank you yeah. so introduce yourself uh to our audience uh where are you from so i am from reno nevada i was born and raised here yeah i've been here all my life i'm 23 uh, I'm a singer, songwriter, actress, and accidental comedian. My dad, he is a musician. He um, he has done a tribute to Sammy Davis Jr. for the majority of his career. The greatest Ooh. entertainer. Um, so he can really do it all. Plays all the instruments. Does wow. musical, you know, One endeavors. Man band. Yeah, That's good. definitely. And so I, I'm really inspired by him and just how multifaceted he is. But yeah. He's from Portland. My mom's from Compton. And then uh, I'm here in Reno. <laughs> Portland and Compton yes. coming together. Nice. <laughs> That's good. Um, so having such a talented father, have you done music your whole life? Like, is that just something you naturally gravitated towards? So my dad, he is so musical. He he just said, hey, none of my kids are going to be instrumentless. They got to play something. They got to do something. So when I was six, I started playing the keyboard and took lessons for a long time but I was very shy I was a very shy kid I was homeschooled until I was 14 um so not really performing or anything but just kind of doing it for me and yeah slowly evolved into doing some (laughs) other things but yeah it's it's odd because um growing up if I were to tell my dad hey uh friends coming over he would say the first question is do they play an instrument Okay, that's important. And, <laughs> yes, and if they if they didn't play an instrument, he was he always had them playing an instrument by the time they they left, left. the house. That's yeah. good though. Very passionate about that. That's great yeah. though. Yeah, exposing yeah. kids that you know to mm-hmm. music and, and opens the mind early because that's very important. Like music, just like hits another part of the brain that you know doesn't get hit. Like this morning, the, we were listening to uh, some music, and the baby's just dancing all by oh. herself and stuff. And then she was liking it, and I was like, this is awesome. That's what shows you. It's mm-hmm. just innate. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in humans, like, mm-hmm. you turn some music on, and, you know, a one-year-old starts wiggling. Their hips it. start yeah. moving, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, the hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you were homeschooled till you were 14, and then you went to high school, public high school? No, I went to a private high school in Sparks because my parents taught there. Um, both of my parents are teachers. Uh, my dad teaches band and art my mom just teaches art um but yeah 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 um and then i graduated a little bit early and just started working and yeah uh so did you get involved more in music like performing music in high school i did yeah so i went to um excel christian school in sparks and out in Sparks, you know, I it was it was a time. It was a it was a high school time, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got involved with the worship team, which was nice, and slowly, you know, began growing some confidence with singing in front of people because I wouldn't sing in front of anyone, mm-hmm. not even my parents. So, got more comfortable with that, which was a really great experience. And then, um, yeah, started doing my own original material. I always wrote songs, not so much with lyrics. It originally was just like, oh, here's a little, you know, ditty on the piano. And then eventually I started putting some things together. Just That's as a good. teenager, I just, yeah. I just, I just wrote songs on the side. You no, know, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. good no, that's good though getting it's in the, her blood yeah getting oh, it out thanks. 
Yeah, especially in that of that household, I feel just music all day, well, every day. Being a teenager, it's good to have an outlet. An outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. So that was that when you got up in your feelings, is that what you did? You you would write I guess music. So the angst, you know, just uh, yeah, wrote songs about uh, getting ditched at prom or something. I don't know. <laughs> do you look back and cringe, or you know, do you look I back and you just like? Oh, that's, that's, I mean, it was true at the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I feel like uh, it's so interesting. I feel like I could write about heartbreak before I knew what it was. And now that I know what it is, I'm like, I don't want to touch that. I want to write songs about bread. Um, But I have some, I made my first um, album uh, self-produced when I was 16, just on FL Studio. I was like, let me, you know, throw this together. It's called Unconventional, and it, it had seven tracks. Kind of EP-ish, I guess. I don't know what constitutes an EP. It just depends. It's it's a weird, amorphous yeah, term. Yeah, it's of, a gray line out yeah, there. Yeah, some kind of body of work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a Kanye album, but an EP for most people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or a project now. That's what they say, project. Yeah, the latest yeah. endeavor. Yeah, and that was when I was 16, and I pulled it. Like, I mean, it was fine at the time, right? But I... I pulled it. I didn't know how to mix or master anything. And I mean, I still I still struggle with that. Mm-hmm. But it was it was fine. It was OK. <laughs> it was objectively OK and like good at the time. But like, I don't want it to be distributed. But some, you know, someone actually found it recently because I, I guess I didn't take it off of band camp. Someone bought it. I was like, oh, no. But oh, thank no. you. <laughs> thank you. I oh, guess. no. Oh, no. <laughs> thank you. No, I appreciate it. But oh, no. Um. But anyhow, um. Yeah, I do kind of look back on certain things. I'm like, ah, but I think it's good because it's a part of the the process, you know? Like, I have a song on there called I Hate Boys, which, you know, may still to some degree uh, ring true. But, (laughs) you know, stuff like that. It's like, ah, does this need to be out there? We always like Mm -hmm. asking artists, you know, especially as they look back. Like, how do you feel about your earlier work? Because we, you know, we had a muralist. It was like, oh, I, I walk. I have to walk, see like a Some mural I painted ten years ago, and I hate it every time I <laughs> oh see. Oh my goodness! It. He's like, oh, I can't just go paint over mm-hmm. it, you know. Like, so it's interesting just to get that perspective. Uh, how did you? How would you describe yourself? Are you a musician first, artist, actress, model? I, mm-hmm. I think I'm a songwriter first, or just writer in general. I love writing songs and comedy and just about anything and everything, and then. You know, singer maybe next, musician, uh, poet. I I don't know, just artist. I guess is the umbrella term or something. Creative. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. How did you uh, get into comedy? You mentioned comedy earlier. Yeah. Accidental comedian. Yeah, I guess just just being inherently odd and just kind of. I I think, you know, being homeschooled was great. I I appreciated it, um, but. You know, there's some awkwardness Mm -hmm. that comes with just kind of being with yourself, just being with your sibling, and then you get out there and people think you're really whack. (laughs) So, I mean, I think that's where it stems from with Accidental Comedian. It's like just the, I I mean, just kind of being different and people not really understanding you and thinking you're funny, but you're like, this is my life. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, that's why I have that Accidental Comedian term, but... I do enjoy, I've done stand-up, um, I like writing comedic songs, most of my songs are comedic, although eventually I'm going to put out a body of work that is not. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I like, uh, I have this little section, um, I make uh, content for TikTok, and I have this segment, it's called hashtag Grace Can You Write, and then there's a lot of kids in my audience, and they're like, hey Grace, can you write about 
whatever, like Crocs or something. I'm like, okay. And so I'll write a comedic song about whatever they suggest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been seeing your your par like little parody songs you've been doing. How uh, describe like the writing? Like, what's the process like? I feel like that's hard to get mm -hmm. something so benign and then just write like something super funny and <laughs> entertaining you. about it. Yeah, I, I guess these kids they have vague ideas. Um, it's <laughs> like, hey, can you write about socks? Can you write about bread? There was okay, so there was a bread song um, I did. Someone said, hey, Grace, can you write about bread? And I was like, okay. Let me think what just types of bread. So I go do my research. What kind of bread is there? You know, go <laughs> to Wikipedia. And so it's just, you know, it's a, a bread wrap, just words, pizza, toast. Uh, I don't remember the next line. What I have for that? Um, uh, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, just compiling words, seeing what works, seeing what rhymes. Um throwing some random beat together and then you know what's so nice about tiktok it's it's a minute or less so you can really just like get those songs out there and never have to think about it again and some people do suggest can you make a full version i'm like i don't know about yeah that. <laughs> i a full a three and a half minute song about <laughs> some songs are not even like that they're like two and a half now <laughs> yeah i mean I, I feel like that I, I guess the turnover rate for these songs I've been making has been so quick. I, I don't even memorize it. It's like, okay, there's the song. All right, what's the next thing? Can mm -hmm. you write about? I did a fish rap. You know, I actually just started rapping this year. <laughs> and I, I'm, not, I'm not a rapper <laughs> by any means, but um, I have been enjoying it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's something new, it's something different, although it's not uh, powerful. It's. It's what it is, I suppose. So I mean, it's entertaining and it's mm -hmm. funny, and you obviously have yeah. uh, quite the audience that enjoys it. So yeah, I'm super grateful for that. It actually just came to be pretty recently. So um, I joined TikTok back in 2018, I think September, and I actually joined because someone from TikTok reached out to me and said, hey, DM'd me on Instagram and said, hey, there's this app, you know, formerly known as Musical.ly, it's TikTok. And I thought it was spam. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> and so I actually investigated. I was like, oh my goodness, there actually is an app called mm -hmm. TikTok. Okay, I, I'm going to start making content if you want me to make content. And I, at the time, I was really depressed for one thing. And I was like, I don't know if I want to make silly videos. I kind of dropped the ball. I, was, I started and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I had a lot going on. And then um, I saw a friend of mine. Um, so I'm a reality competition show, um, for lack of better terms, reject. And uh, some of my friends who are also reality competition show rejects are like, I saw that they were thriving on this app. Like a friend of mine who is on America's Got Talent, a friend of mine who is on the same season of American Idol as I and they were just doing so well. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Okay, TikTok. Like, oh, let me try something. And so came up with this idea of making one-star Yelp review songs after looking up the closest McDonald's and on Yelp and seeing this hilarious review from someone. There's this woman who, I guess she frequented this McDonald's. She was like, you know. <laughs> this is already set. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> she was like, the quality has just gone down. At you a, know? At a McDonald's, good. She was okay. like, this lettuce is soggy. It used to be crisp. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny. I was like, I need to. It is funny. <laughs> 
find like the worst reviews and compile them. Mm. And so I, I was like, okay, let me put together a one minute song, put it on TikTok, put it on TikTok and you know, nobody watched it, which yeah. I expected. I maybe had like 98 followers and this was in November. And then four days went by and then all of a sudden it just started like snowballing, picking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so interesting because the algorithm with TikTok, um, it just starts showing it to more people depending on how people engage with it. If are like uh, if they're watching it from beginning to end, if they're commenting, if they're sharing, et cetera, et cetera. And so it'll just be, you know, spread out there more. And so, yeah, um, since November, um, it's gone from 98 followers to 145, I think. Oh, wait, 145, 100,000, I think. Anyways, regardless. Commas <laughs> um, are involved? Commas? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Math. But um, yeah, so it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a wild experience. I'm very grateful. Uh, you know, I feel like there's a stigma behind TikTok. It's like, oh, the weird cosplayers are on there and the, and the like children. Kids, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, whatever. I love the weird cosplayers. Whenever they find my music, you know, they always go hard, you know. <laughs> they do. And so, anyways. I'm I assuming think... a lot of our listeners don't know what TikTok is. Oh. No. It's, great. it's great for them to be introduced yes. to it. It's a great app. They're probably it, older. It's crazy, though, because like the NFL has a TikTok now. Yeah, which you know, a lot like, of celebrities are hopping wild. on TikTok because yeah. it's like or they're hiring people. Like Michael Bloomberg's hiring people to make TikTok videos for him. Yeah, but he don't need anybody no more. Not anymore. <laughs> Not <Yes>. anymore. He's womp womp womp. Yeah, it's the fastest growing app mm-hmm. in the world, and well, video app. Yeah, and people love it, and I think uh, more artists should hop on there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you mentioned competing on American Idol. Can you explain? Yeah, yeah talk about yeah. that. Little detail, that's, I feel like that's awesome. Like, that was a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, yeah that, that well, it aired in 2018. Um, I think that's when I first mm-hmm. got to know you, or, or I don't even know how I got introduced to you. But that's probably, did you made? Yeah, is that when you made the song about Reno? Yes, I made a song in 2017 in the spring. Uh, it was called the Reno Anthem, and I thought to myself, you know. I got a lot of friends in Reno. Maybe they'll share this. Let, let's see what happens. So I did make a little anthem and I was like, ah, oh, little bits about Reno here and there. And then it went regionally viral. And then from there, uh, my mentor who um, knows a casting supervisor for America's Got Talent, American Idol and The Voice reached out to her. Uh, this guy reached out to her and said, hey, who should audition for American Idol? And she was like, hey, this girl just made this like mm-hmm. silly song. And so got in contact with him and then uh, auditioned for the celebrity judges. Got a gold ticket, which was awesome. Such a great experience. Um, and Wait, then... oh, is, You're going too fast, <laughs> too hard so, audio right now. <laughs> so you auditioned for the celebrity mm-hmm. judges and got a golden ticket. What is that? What is that? Yeah. So I, the celebrity judges, it and was... Who were they at the time? It too? was Katy Perry... Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan. Okay. Okay. And I did two original songs. I did uh, a song I wrote about my hair. And then I did a song called Friday the 14th, which the beginning it's like, baby, if my love for you were language, it would be Latin because it's a dead. And then it just it moves on. <laughs> it's about yeah. it's about Valentine's Day. <laughs> and so um, anyways, they, yeah, they gave me some feedback. I got two yeses, one no. Uh, who, was, who was the no? <laughs> the no is You're Lionel like, Richie. Lionel. And but you know what? He was he was speaking the truth. You know what he told me? He was like, he looked at me. He said, you know, you definitely have a career in songwriting. He was like, 
competing on American Idol, I don't know. You know, because I'm not I'm not a belter, yeah. you know, I'm mm. not I'm no Christina Aguilera. I'm more like Nora Jones, you know, or like Regina Spector. Or soulful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't, you know, I, I don't do the chops and the riffs, you know, and all of that. I think that's great. And you know soulful the, doesn't play on American Idol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a specific type of singing, which I think um competition shows like that value. Mm-hmm. But you know, like, are you gonna find someone who does show tunes, like a Broadway singer on American Idol, you know? Yeah. I mean, no. Or, or are you gonna see, you know, a Ingrid Michaelson on American Idol? Probably not. I mean, they're amazing, and that's, you know, two right. different specific kinds of singers Mm -hmm. but they're looking for a specific type of singer so anyways he was uh kind of saying like you know american idol i i don't know like you know you i like the songwriting thing i don't know what to do with you is what he essentially said so he's like no (laughs) 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 um but katie ferry was like yeah and luke bryan all he said was i like you is a yes for me i was like thank you mr (laughs) bryan and then um (laughs) uh then hollywood week came around it was really uh it was a really fun experience. So out of, uh, there were 300,000 people who auditioned for American Idol. 169 people got a gold ticket. And then they all <sighs> went to Hollywood Week. And so I got to meet some really great um, individuals and made some friends. And um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I got eliminated the uh, the first round of Hollywood Week. And that was that was a good experience. The whole th- experience was great. Um, I I did a uh, kind of like a jazz indie cover of Super Bass by Nicki Minaj, and um, <laughs> well, you know, who uh, knows? Yeah, May- maybe not the best choice, but I mean, I I did my if thing. Your heart's in it. Yeah, my just heart was your heart. in it. Follow my heart, heart, my heart was in it. Um, <laughs> and yeah uh the winner of that season she's really amazing her name is maddie poppy she's really sweet uh super talented um but yeah it was it was a good time i learned a lot and you know i think something that people don't think about a lot when it comes to um opportunities like that is when you are invited uh to succeed on a national stage you're also invited to fail on a national stage and um they so they they didn't actually show any of my auditions. They just showed me getting eliminated. It was uh, Luke Bryan saying, "Ray, step forward. Sacha, step forward. Sorry, ladies, you're going home." And then there's like this big celebration because they're like rooting for the people who aren't going home. And so there's like this big buildup, and it's like, oh, okay, but it was good. It was it was a good time. Um, but yeah, I, I think. I mean, yeah. How old are you? Like twenty when this was happening? Twenty one. I think I was 21. Yeah. How did you feel when they uh, when they announced your elimination? You know, I I kind of I I knew it was coming. Like I knew <laughs> yeah. it was coming. It was a there was a foreshadowing which, you know, just kind of in the the catacombs of like how it was going down. Like I knew kind of early on before I even went I was going to get eliminated pretty early on. Um but I I didn't cuz my dad, you know, he's an he's an entertainer and he would always tell me, like, listen, Grace, you know, don't put your, your faith in, like, stuff like this. you got to make it for yourself. you got to do your own things. you got to be in control of what you're doing. He's like, you know, billboards, they go up, the pigeons poop on them, and then, you know, they go down. You know, you got to just stay grounded and, like, keep going. So I, at the time, I was, I, was, I was like, okay, you know, this has been a great experience. But then a lot of stuff was going on in my life at the time, and then I kind of, like, felt the weight of it with every person that kind of asked about it. Because it was like, hey, American Idol, yeah. And then, like, my dad, <laughs> he would say, he would, in public, he's like, hey, uh, 
this is my daughter. She was on American Idol. They canned her, but she got a gold ticket. It's like, ah, there's always this, this like subtext of like, they canned her, you know, but you know, it's like, there's one winner per yeah, you know, so hundreds of thousands. Everybody of, gets eliminated. Hundreds of thousands of people. A lot of people are get eliminated. canned. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. gets canned. But salute to dad. Dad giving you that positive attitude. And yeah. that, that billboard thing was awesome. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Yeah. You know, he's, he's been on a lot of billboards. He's like, you know, just don't, it, it, they go down. Like, mm-hmm. you got to keep it moving. But yeah. That's really, yeah. Um, has, but has that experience given you the confidence now for what you're doing now with the videos mm-hmm. and everything? You know, I I think so. It's nice to put yourself out there. Um, uh, I guess. I guess in a way. Um, I don't know. I've been making uh, videos for, I think, seven years now. Um, and I have never received more uh, support uh, other than on TikTok, which is really nice. But, yeah, I do also want to say, you know, the, the American Idol thing was great. It it was like just just to circle back. I'm not trying to roast nobody <laughs> yeah. or anything, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just something to think about for people you know who may be trying out for American mm-hmm. Idol or something. It's like you know, there's there's that little subtext there that might follow you and haunt you for a little bit until your until your next accomplishment. Mm-hmm. So, is it hard? Eh? As a getting up, because you said you described yourself as shy. Oh yeah. Is that something you yeah. still deal with, even though you're used to you know big TV, American yeah, making Idol. videos? Yeah, that yeah I, I definitely thousands of people. See. I I am shy. You know, I just I'm not. I I don't really get out of my house. I work from home, so I work for a call center, um, and from home. So I just kind of stay in my house and I make my videos and, uh, yeah. I don't, that's, I don't. That's the shyness. Work from yeah, home, videos I, home. Yeah. Stay away from everybody. You're an introvert's hero right now. Yeah, All exactly. the introverts listening are like. Because you went on American <laughs> Idol yeah. and there's like hundreds of like a hundred people probably in that st- little stage. And yeah. you got all these lights, four probably cameras on you. And then celebrities judging you, like literally yeah, judging you. Judging you, taking the notes. Yeah. I mean, I um, I feel I feel confident. If I'm prepared in those moments, I feel like, okay, this is my job. I got to do this, you know. But, I mean, I, I think I actually prefer making videos more because it's it's not live. Like, I can edit mm-hmm. and I can, you know, curate it. But when you're in your control of the process. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And when it's live, you know, it's it, stuff happens, you it know. It does, yeah. So, but yeah, I think that I, I do prefer making video. That's why I like, uh, for acting, I like film as opposed to theater it's like one shot mm-hmm. you gotta do it right that one time and i you know i make a lot of mistakes so. <laughs> but you learn from mistakes you Definitely. do yeah. you do and you know failure is very formative and you you got to keep it moving you know and i think something that i've finally been able to um realize right now is it's okay to kind of soak in an accomplishment and be like oh okay this is nice I accomplished something instead of immediately just being like self-deprecating like okay what's next Mm -hmm. all right that didn't really matter they don't really like me (laughs) you know it's like these people followed me but they're gonna unfollow me soon you know (laughs) instead of that just saying okay you know what I'm grateful um this is an accomplishment that I did myself like I wrote this song I did this this is you know no one else can claim this. And exactly. so, yeah, exactly. it's it's nice to be able to say that and 
not immediately be like, oh man, you know, imposter it's syndrome. Tr- it's more intrinsic yeah. than extrinsic. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Now, besides your dad, who are your musical influences? Yeah. I'm assuming you listen, you're a fan of music. So who do you, who do you like to listen to and like what songwriters, and like any, any influencers? Yeah. Um, so I grew up listening to a lot of just, uh, jazz, mu- uh, jazz music and crooning era peeps. I love, well, of course, Sammy Davis Jr. Nat King Cole, Elvis yeah. <laughs> Gerald. Um, I really like, I really like Adele, uh, songwriter wise. I love Reggie Watts. Um, I love Bo Burnham. I do love Ingrid Michaelson, as I mentioned. Um, for lyricism, I really love Dave Bailey of Glass Animals. Um, yeah, a lot of different peeps. That's good. That's good, though. You have a wide range of influences. You know, that makes you more creative, I feel like. Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Is there someone who's you would say you're se- you sound like or you... You're in that vein as the same as them? You know, um, people tell me Regina Spector a lot. Um, kind of, I think it's the say, singy stuff, you know? Kind of more said than sung, but still sung for small moments. Um, I mean, that's not the worst compliment. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um I don't know. Eh. So people, you know, something interesting that I'm now just experiencing is just comments and like troves of comments and just the odd things you can find in there. Um, yeah, I mean, besides like singing like someone, people keep telling me I look like Michael Jackson. Um so there's that. And you know what? I see it a little bit, a tiny, tiny um, bit, maybe in the eyes. I, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, uh, I don't yeah. know about that. <laughs> maybe in the eyes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, once you, you get like all these comments, it's like, man, mm-hmm. you start thinking, it's like, wait a minute. I was, I was confident a moment yeah. ago. Just, <laughs> like people, for some reason, so I'm, like I said, I'm 23. People, there's a huge amount of people who say, are you 20 or 40? are you 20 or 60? How can you look 18 and 48 at the same time? And (laughs) I think it's because there's a lot of kids on the app and they don't know how to like gauge. Yeah. That sounds like young, you know, because I mean, 15 year old kid, you know, after a while you're like, aha, he's just kidding. And after a while it's like, Oh man, they keep saying it. (laughs) Yeah. I would, I would say as, as a high school teacher, (laughs) they don't know. They're, they're dumb. So (laughs) yes, very true. Like this kid they the other think, day was like, thought I was like 23. I was like, that would make me like eight years older than you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a lot older than eight that's years a, older than that's you. enough for college though to finish, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, I just <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense based on the timeline of things I've shared with you. So yeah, their, their life experiences are so small. Yeah. And that like that's the thing. They probably haven't seen that many people. It's Reno. What's what's that been like mm-hmm. though? It's like now like you have so many people seeing you mm-hmm. and. <laughs> on social media, we all like the comments. Like, do you see oh. a lot of trolls? Like, Man, what's your experience? Like, you know cruising your section, your comment section. It's what I like about TikTok is you can have this like little smart filter. So if someone's just like cussing you out, it doesn't even show. Um, but nice. I mean, there's there's still some stuff that gets through. Just like, and you, it's funny because 
when a little kid insults you, it's kind of polite. Like someone just commented, I'm sorry, but this is not very good. It's like, okay, that's, <laughs> thank you. That actually, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Like, you know, they, right. they apologized first, mm-hmm. so they had that courtesy. <laughs> um, but I mean, if if I do get some serious hate, it doesn't show thanks to my TikTok filters. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, there's people, you know, you get roasted. Um, but the love is, uh, the love and like all the good comments have been overwhelmingly nice and kind. So I'm really grateful. So I would say the hate's maybe like 0.5% or something like that. But, um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, something that I have, uh, also come to realize is I always thought to myself, I'm like, Hey, you know, I, I wanted this life, this public life, and I wanted to make the music. And so I'm not going to censor anything. I'm just going to let people say whatever they want. And now people, I mean, especially Facebook or like Twitter or something. Now, if someone says something, I just, I just like delete it or block them or something. I mean, I actually don't block people too often, but like, I mean, I don't want to see that. I, I, you know, it's my platform, you know, and I, I, if I have the ability to remove hate or someone just, you know, being a troll for no reason, I'm going to do it. Um, I actually learned that from, so I have some cousins who are very uh, prolific on Instagram. Um, they had a show on BET called The Westbrooks, and they are like just big time. They're super beautiful. They do all kinds of modeling and stuff. But once I started like kind of, like early on, like starting to get some hate or just like people saying things that aren't even true, like rumors or like something that's kind of frustrating too is uh, someone saying, hey, you stole this idea from another TikToker. It's like, man, I wrote this song seven years ago. <laughs> Regardless, yeah. um, I asked my cousin Crystal, I was like, what do you do? And she was like, just delete it. And I was like, wow, simple. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's your page. Mm-hmm. It's your, yeah, exactly. And I mean, um, plus it says more. It says more about them than you. It does. Their yeah. comments are a reflection of them. Very insecure. You know, a reflection of they're you. taking the time out of their day to to roast somebody else. You know. Don't worry. You haven't made it unless you have some haters. So. That is true. The more haters you have, yeah, the, oh the bigger my. you are. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so you're you're five percent right there. <laughs> oh gosh. Is it, do you ever read yeah. something and you want to be like? You know what? This response, you know like what? Anger, I, I think to myself, <laughs> fire off. I really like responding in my head. You know, it feels good. It's mm. very, um, yeah. There's I, some kind of catharsis in that, but hmm. But it's good that it's in your head sometimes. Yeah, I feel like yeah, instead of, once instead you of, start, instead of it's on the internet, it's on wax, and it's never be deleted. It doesn't look yeah, good. Yeah, once you start, I mean, like I don't want to roast an eight year old because they said, you know, or I could get be whack. Six, or they could be sixty eight. You don't even know sometimes. Right, you know. <laughs> it's it's like, the internet. Like we get in arguments sometimes about music. Mm-hmm. On our page, you know, because we play, have our radio show and people mm-hmm. be like, oh, my God, you're not playing so-and-so or that's whack. Like, you know, a choice to make. We're just like, just yeah. listen, like listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll, we'll convince you otherwise. Yeah. Like, don't get into it with them. You uh-huh. know, try and be playful and yeah. positive and just. Or like when they request songs. Sure, I'll play it. <laughs> Give them the little finger. And like, nope, that never doesn't happen. Like, you didn't read funny. the. Yeah. You obviously didn't read the. The fine Stipulations. Print. Yes. Yeah. What we're doing here. Because. Yeah, you got to be positive. Mm-hmm. You can't. I, that's true. You know, I feel like when engaging, 
if I'm going to engage with some hate or someone, I, I first see if they're really emotional about it. If they're like coming personally, I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. But if it's something that's like, hey, I'm bringing this to your attention, I will try to just like in a non-emotional way, just give them some information like, you know, for example, someone who says, hey, you stole this. And it's like, hey, you know, I wrote this seven years ago and that's it. You know, mm-hmm. you just move on. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like if someone is coming for you personally, just maybe you let it yeah, go. You don't know yeah. that person. they don't care. Exactly. They don't care about you if no. they're just going for It's not for even blood. about you. No. Yeah. It's about them. Their insecurities. Um, do you have any goals, like goals for this year, goals next five years? Yeah, I think for this year I wanna I wanna grow my TikTok. I'll be honest, I it it may be a little bit like Vine, you know, it might mm-hmm. it might end prematurely. So I'm gonna <laughs> definitely like ride this out until the wheels fall off. If the wheels fall off, you know, it would be nice if they didn't. But I wanna, you know, grow that platform, continue to make some music. Um I'm definitely gonna hopefully put out an actual album under Grace Hayes instead of Grace or something with some serious music, because I can be serious sometimes. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, would like to just continue to write, see where it goes. It would be, it would be nice to not work in the call center. I do love my job. I, I love, I love my call center job. It's convenient. I get to work from home. I'm grateful, but I just, you know, it's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Ultimately. So you, that, you, that would, would your goal to be able to just live off yeah. your it music? Would, it would be amazing yeah. to just do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. like, yeah. And it it would be nice if TikTok would let you monetize your videos, uh, because they, you know, I think. So um, it's just like they're just against ads. Is that what it is? Sorry, what was that? Is it because they just want to be in control of ads? They don't want the I users so. making money off I, ads. I don't know what the deal is. I think it's it's kind of like video Twitter. You know, there's just so much content that they're just you know a minute or less, and they're just throwing it out there. Maybe. Maybe it's just oversaturated. I don't. I don't know what the deal is. Um, yeah, they're probably just trying to make money and yeah. not have sure everybody else. They've got an algorithm. Yeah, because it is owned by it's a Chinese company, correct? Yeah. Oh my goodness, what's the name of it? Something Bite. I don't know. I need to look it up. Yeah, I I never heard of this company until I was like doing a video of like largest uh, like tech companies, and they showed because they're in China, they're huge, all over Asia. I'd never heard of them until recently, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. See, yeah, see how it goes. I feel like it's past the point where Vine ever reached. Yeah. Oh yeah. I so think so. I think, so. I think it's, it might uh, be here. To might stay. be yeah. Might be too big to even stop. Yeah, you know? it might be here to hey, stay now. That would be nice. But maybe you know, like spread spread that love through different platforms. You know, you got to have multiple um, ends coming in. You know, that's right. like the thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, I have been trying to get my followers to kind of like, hey, come over to Instagram mm-hmm. just in case this implodes. Do you use Snapchat yeah. too? Oh no, I used to. I used to in high school. I can't do it. That's what all my all my <laughs> yeah. that's what they do use Snapchat. Yeah, I I had one at one point and uh, I don't. I, I never had one. I, I gave up. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't do it. It was. It's. I feel like because I feel like TikTok is kind of an evolution of that in a way. Just Snapchat. How long are the videos? You can make. Can you make them as long as you want on there? I think is so. There a time limit? I think it it makes like multiple clips. I don't That's know. Right. Maybe it's mm. a minute. I don't know. Yeah, those seven second vines. Yeah, yeah. They pa- still have like the, the hood yeah. vines thing, right? Mm-hmm. They still have. The hood. They have like they probably just people just save their stuff and like it's just still out there. 
but it's just like they have. Well, a I feel like bit. I still think I'm getting yeah. those shared with me still. So, yeah. Yeah. I was like, these are old. Yeah. <laughs> still funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a new app trying to be Vine. It's called Byte, B-Y-T-E. And it's, uh, I think, the same, I think seven seconds, but they're trying to get some content creators on there. It's crazy because seven seconds is not much. That's the thing. Because they did, they did seven seconds because that's the average attention span, right? They did like some research or whatever. So, so that's why like seven, if you can't grasp them in seven seconds, then you but lost the, them. The flip side of that is that you get so many more videos that it becomes that much more difficult yeah. to stand out mm-hmm. or like you, you see like, that's why like some went viral, but I mean, there's going to, if <laughs> everyone's making this, you know, videos eventually there's going to be overlap. It's going to be super hard to get something original. It's, it's it is. And like on any social media platform, like any influencer, they copy each other oh, all, yeah. the, all the time. Oh, it's goodness. like a person does this, like this versus this. The next thing you know, all the rest of them are doing it. Yeah. I think that's why like, I, I think TikTok mm-hmm. with the minute, because a minute's long enough that you, it, it can't just be something random. Like mm-hmm. it does take, like you're saying, some skill to sit down and like write a song that lasts, you know, 60 seconds. Like if it was, 15 or 30 seconds it would be that much easier so i think and that's mm-hmm. why tiktok's being so successful yeah i mean it's a good round number. yeah yeah like you gotta mm-hmm. have content especially video content yeah. where people are watching that's because it's longer than most commercials yeah so you know you got if you're going to sustain people's attention you you got to be good mm-hmm. that is a high barrier so yeah well, you got, i think we want to take our first break first break yeah uh, it's my song of the week, and it's new Jadakiss came out this week, and it's the song's Hunting Season by Jadakiss and Pusha T. So listen and enjoy, you guys. Salud. Been slow, there ain't nothing even. It's a war going on, but ain't nothing bleeding. If ain't nothing coming in, then ain't nothing leaving. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. For my thugs in the cage, slugs in the gauge. They just want a couple likes, a little love on a page. That just make me want to hollow a brother. We supposed to be leaders, but why y'all want to follow each other? And my resume couldn't tell you all that I did. I got a couple rappers' heads on the wall of my crib. Head hunting, so that means they going all in your wing i make millions when i die i leave it all of my kids one eye in the scope just for accurate zoom i'm in the hood with the live bait and tackle for humans on that same exact block i had them packages moving last year i broke my crossbow i need me a new one always know where you at when you with a nigga yeah old school bear traps for the bigger niggas yeah, don't try to say I ain't warn you, ain't nobody safe. I'm hitting niggas, hunting season. It been slow, ain't nothing even. It's a war going on, but ain't nothing bleeding. If ain't nothing coming in, then ain't nothing leaving. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah, hunting season is hunting season. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah, hunting season is hunting season. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah, the greatest rapper with the least soul. No repos. Tax man ain't at my peephole. Here's a kilo. To the victor goes the spoils like I'm Aladipo. All the record label cheat codes. None for me though. Shout the Ebro. And find rhyme lovers who don't buy it. Petition but don't riot. The critics be so quiet. The question. My con 
content is nonsense. It undermines all of accomplished. They say all fair in love and war. You say I move the line just to score. Headshot to keep Adidas pure. One man army like Aeson. Threw more powder in the air than LeBron. I'm selling Avon. That means the foundation is kicked on. You know what this commission is based on. Believe me. King Push, this is hunting season. Billion streams versus a billion fiends. Now we even. Yeah. Yeah. Slaughter ain't nothing even. It's a war going on, but ain't nothing bleeding. If ain't nothing coming in, then ain't nothing leaving. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah. Hunting season is hunting season. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah. Hunting season is hunting season. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah. Who did it with the goats? Who, who write their own quotes? Who, who really so dope? Jot this down in your notes. I wait. Cause everybody traumatized now. If you notice, that's usually when the drama dies down. The bad weather, the rain keep the homicides down. I ain't sending nobody to do it. I'ma slide down. Me, uh, your argument ain't an argument. Nah, this ain't a democracy, it's a parliament. Yeah, when your skills is right, niggas acknowledge it. Gotta sharpen your steel before you polish it. Protocol, yeah, plain Jane on all bezels. Trust me, I am with the smoke on all levels. Discuss me, I'm like the Pope in all ghettos. The higher ups are all devils. Facts. Can't wait to push the go button. When I think of these rappers, I wanna go hunting. It won't slaughter, ain't nothing even. It's a war going on, but ain't nothing bleeding. If ain't nothing coming in, then ain't nothing leaving. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah, hunting season is hunting season. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah, hunting season is hunting season. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah, it been slaughtered, ain't nothing even. It's a war going on, but ain't nothing bleeding. If ain't nothing coming in, then ain't nothing leaving. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah, hunting season is hunting season. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah, hunting season. Season is hunting season. When I think all these rappers is hunting season. Yeah. You hear my hunting talk, days? Yeah. Elmer Fudd style. Yeah. You better have yeah. your shotgun loaded. Yeah. Or you better yeah. be able to hide, niggas. Yeah. 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 It's fair game. Yeah. It's just an X on your back. Welcome back. That was Caesar's song of the week. Hunting Season by Jadakiss featuring Pusha T. Yeah, and everybody knows I love the bars, so obviously and Jada. very hard body and, karate, mm-hmm. as they say. Yes, so new Jada. He got a little thug and B in there, too, as well. The gra- his voice yeah. has gotten more gravelly. Like, that was just. He's, he'll sound like Premier in no time. Yeah, <sighs> he sounds like an old, just very grizzled veteran man. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, then like with the whole locks are on the juicing thing, so he looks pretty fit as well. Compared to how it used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even thugs get get their health on and become vegan and uh-huh. get all healthy and everything. That's how you last forever. <laughs> I love seeing that. Like all these rappers from the 90s who now like they're completely different people. They're mm-hmm. super healthy. They've and, grown up. Yes. That's like the yeah. thing. Like dang. Uh-huh. Owning businesses like legitimate like business to help people instead of like. Just learn, like yeah. seeing the environment they come from and how much they've changed and that's probably the reason they've changed a lot because the environment they come from but you see other people though from similar environments that refuse to embrace change that's true though and and like that's what really 
tip of the tip of the fitted. Yes, for sure. So we haven't had a petty move in a while. But you got a good one. Whew, this is such a good petty move. This went viral this week. So uh, this guy was uh, <laughs> in a McDonald's drive-through, and this woman. The line was super. He posted a picture, and there was like six cars in line. And he was, like, taking his time ordering, and the woman behind him was, like, honking her horn at him mm-hmm. to hurry up. So he, liked her, like, couldn't believe that, like, with so many cars in line, she's, like, honking him, like, it's going to make things go any faster. So when he got to the first window, he paid for her order. So then he got to see when she pulled up, like, the lady say, oh, he paid for your order. He's like, yeah, so she felt all dumb yeah. after I paid for her order, like, thinking, wow, like, this guy is actually nice. Like, I was sitting there being a jerk to him. <laughs> yeah. But then when he got to the second window, he showed them both receipts and took her food. <laughs> so he's like, now she has to wait extra long for her food. She has to go back around or inside. <laughs> and, and, like, yeah. And, and wait. And he's like, that's what you get for being rude. Yes. That is so awesome. Where was that too? I didn't, it didn't say where it was, but he, I was like, you know, way to spend $7 to, to <laughs> teach someone a lesson. It was probably like $13. Then. <laughs> McDonald's is getting expensive. You can't get, a, you can't get a meal under than 10 bucks. And they don't, and their lettuce is not even crisp it's anymore. Not. <laughs> I guess that's definitely like two thousand one prices. Yeah, seven dollars for a value. Yeah. I don't know because you can't even get like a, a dollar like McDouble. It doesn't have anything on there. I don't eat at McDonald's very often. Yeah, it, it messes the gut up. <laughs> but I do remember back in the day when there was back in the day thirty nine cent cheeseburgers, twenty nine cent hamburgers. You could buy twenty at a time. It was wild. Yeah, that's when the economy was fantastic. I think gas was like a dollar. Back 25. in the nineties, when we were teenagers, yes, <laughs> like we're going to McDonald's every like, Tuesday, son. And everyone puts their their money together. We got like, four dollars. <laughs> we could eat for days. Yes. <laughs> uh, family of five. My mom really liked that for sure. You know. <laughs> but salutes to that guy for, uh, you know, sometimes being petty is good. That's how they learn use their your, lesson. Use your use your powers for good, people. Mm-hmm. Use your powers for good. You too, Skynet. I know you're listening. Yes. Remember, Next we're up. on your side. <laughs> Next up, world news. <laughs> we make our own sound effects here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, leading off world news, Bernie Sanders and Joseph Biden are the last two standing after Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Bloomberg dropped out. Warren dropped out. And uh, it looks like people are mm-hmm. going towards that old creepy man, Biden. Yeah. I see the, you see the memes with him like molesting the Statue of Liberty or really? just like standing behind all the other candidates with his arms Didn't on Didn't he get shoulders. his wife and sister confused too? <sighs> yeah. That was pretty funny. I feel like he's just, I mean, I've never heard him say anything inspiring or that gets me going besides the don't that didn't have the words Obama in it. Yeah, because we talked about it last week, you know, it's like, it's like him saying, oh, I got a cool black friend and it's Obama, yeah. you know? Never seen someone live so much make it so far off their association with someone else uh he's yeah. like pros yeah <laughs> from the fujis yes he's like the third one. everyone forgets everyone forgets about him yeah he got a couple bars but you know whatever mm-hmm. so That's interesting uh it's like memes or the new editorial cartoons but that's what Bloomberg did. I used a meme the other day to ex- describe a vocabulary word because this kid was like, what does astonished mean? And I was like, <laughs> it's like surprised and confused at the same time. And he was like, what's that? Yeah. He was like, well, like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, think about the uh, <laughs> what's the basketball player that the Kardashian meme where he's confused. Um, I forgot his name. He was on the word. Nick Young. Oh, okay, like, I was okay. like, think about the Nick Young meme. Oh, yeah, where he's like. Where he's like, 
huh? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh. Oh, wow, yeah. That's, That's what it is. He's like, dang, that makes sense. He's like, look at that. They're using memes to, like, educate. <laughs> I was like, "That's a good." yeah, I was like, I used to do, like, mm-hmm. last year I would make the kids use memes to describe their vocabulary yeah. words. They're such a ge- genius form of communication. They're super underrated. They've come a long way since they started. Mm-hmm. And there's people that work for, like, do memes specifically. Like, I think in 500 years, if the human race is still around, like they will look upon memes as like this like super great. You think there's gonna be like a, a meme museum? Yeah, yeah. What's, or like, city, like people what's... will study like the the phenomenon yeah. of memes. What city as would an it be in? Advancement in communication. Do you, what city would it be in? The meme museum. Florida somewhere. No. Because no. <laughs> you know how like Is that where most memes take place. Yes. <laughs> See, because you know like Florida man. Yes, because you know how Cleveland Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, like Nashville has like some I'd other say it'd one. I'd probably be in Portland. Portland? Yes, because that's where they're created. Okay. <laughs> or at least the first what's hipster the hip, one. Yeah, what's the hippest, tech, most tech-savvy city on the West Coast? That's where, the, maybe, or maybe it'd be in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. <laughs> Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, somewhere over there. The Meme Museum. I mean, if we're still around as humans, we'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be downloaded into something. Who knows? Speaking of if we're still around, the Mars rover this week sent back a crazy huge panoramic picture from Mars, like up on the lip of this huge uh, valley. Uh, it was super cool. It was on uh, CNN 10 the other day for the kids. Uh, it was amazing. Like it showed, it It was 90-something million pixels in the picture. Whoa, that's a lot. It, took, it was taken like three months ago, and it took that long for to them get to get back. And everything, yeah. So does that picture, is Mars flat too? No, it looks. If, if we're flat, is Mars flat? <laughs> that's, that's where I'm getting at. The picture definitely looks as if Mars is round, <laughs> okay. as the Earth is. <laughs> All right. It is, it is a sphere. Okay. Suspended, or not suspended. It's sorry. not a donut either? No, it's not a donut. <laughs> no, no flat Earth conspiracies were born from this. Okay. But I also was thinking, like, I wonder how many people think this is fake. Yeah, everybody probably. A lot of Curse people. Curse you, modern world. <laughs> that looking at this amazing picture, hearing <laughs> about how they found organic compounds in the soil, like which they think like could have been used as food for like ancient forms of life back in the day millions of years ago on mars like mm. super cool discoveries but in the back of my head i'm like i wonder what percentage of people don't believe this at all yeah they're like, like this is they're like what desert huge conspiracy. yeah because in the photo it looks cool like it actually looks like utah just the sky's redder than blue but mm. it, i mean it, it, that was the coolest thing like it actually kind of looks mm. like a place on earth yeah until you realize it's just rocks and dust and mm. dirt and no air debris. No wind, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Actually, they do have wind on Mars. Oh, they do? Because uh, they it, do have somewhat of an atmosphere. Did Schwarzenegger hit the little thing like on Total Recall? <laughs> <laughs> Is it after t- post-Total Recall? Oh, Total Recall. <laughs> Does the new one even take place on Mars? Uh, I forgot. The one with Colin Farrell? No, no, yeah, yeah. So they do... Are they go, on Mars? They do, go to, they do go to Mars, yeah. But when they're cars and stuff, they're not on Mars. Yeah, that's here, I believe. It's been a while. Like, I have it. Because, like, you know, salute to Kate Beckinsale out there. What's up? Yeah. But uh, she's in it. And then, like, I think they go to Mars and they're trying to, like, or they're trying to go to Mars. I forgot what Are you familiar with that movie? The, oh, no. No. Yeah. That's what's what's it called? I'm sorry. Total Recall. Total, the new no. Total Recall. No, you're not missing anything. She was like Kermit with the, you know, speaking of memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drinking her tea. <laughs> like, nope. No. But yeah, so salutes to NASA mm-hmm. and uh, the Mars rover, like, Cool, uh, the, the the organic compounds thing. Is Money well exciting. spent for that one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then the next one out in London town. Yeah, London London police. Uh, police state coming hard body. So an Oxford circle, they recorded people's faces like without telling people and scanned them into their system. And like thousands of people's faces. like like things like 60K or something like that. Like some, well, Oxford Circle is a very popular touristy spot as well. But like, yeah. And people are starting to get pissed. They're like, why? Totally illegal. Mm -hmm. Just uh, recording people's digital faces. Yeah. But like the thing, London is like one of the most recorded cities anyways. But they're like scanning their faces and keeping them in file. Like that's like the thing. Hmm. You know? It's just wild stuff, police yeah. state stuff. People get mad about other rights being taken away, but privacy is. Yeah. That's that's the next civil one. rights. Like, they like civil rights, huh? <laughs> you know, but privacy stuff. They get, I feel like privacy is just over. I yeah. feel like it's not even a thing anymore. Because right? everyone has a phone and it's always you listening. Know, everybody's stealing our data, selling our data. Mm -hmm. What about our data rights? I want to want my. I want, I want to be in control of my data. Like that's the that's the next frontier. Yeah, selling your data. Yeah, I don't is, know. Uh, yeah, if you can control your data and sell it to companies, do you like, want to know what I like? Make money. Yeah, do you want to know what I like? Maybe that's what mm -hmm. you can live off of once robots take all your jobs. Yeah. Or, or the companies could do surveys instead of steal them all on the low key. Right, they have mm -hmm. to pay for it at least. Yeah. At least get you to make sign up for a credit card or something like they used to do back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> give you a little bit of money or like, something. Oh, you get a free stress ball. Sign up for a credit card so you can get your information. <laughs> yeah. And you then just you, get a bunch of shit in the mail. And you got 30 credit cards. <laughs> uh, Speaking of like tech companies next, Apple has to pay $500 million back to the people with like iPhones from like... The sixes. It's the sixes, fivers, yeah. or if you had a fiver, somewhere around there uh, because they intentionally slowed down your phone. To make so, you buy a new one. To make you buy a new one, but they their excuse was to help your battery last longer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, you could buy a new battery for $90. Yes. Uh -huh. And I was like, these mm -hmm. mother... But then they then they did lower the price to $30. And yeah. I'm like, for those of you who have Apple products, I haven't had one in a long time. And it's the shit like this they do. Mm -hmm. Or like the yeah. new the headphone jack thing. Well, where like, well get, everyone's like, going wireless anyways. They're just a head, and that's why this, it's just a little... But like the, on the older ones, you couldn't use like there's a universal port for headphones, yeah. and they decided not to use it. But like everyone's like, I have plen like three wireless headphones right now. But I mean, mm. I'm saying when they did that, wireless headphones weren't mm -hmm. that popular. Like, yeah, it's just I don't know. They're just fresh setting a little bit, but like fresh setting to make money. Mm. It's not true fresh setting. <laughs> they're not using their powers for good. This no, proves no, it. they're not. Yeah, they got taken to court, and now mm. they have to pay. I think it was like twenty five dollars per. Uh, person who owned iPhone five or six. That's it, twenty five bucks. Yeah, mm -hmm. like five hundred million is nothing to them. Mm -hmm. It's like fifty bucks to. A normal no, person. that's like the thing when they came with the Apple TV that they have. Like, they're not. It's not like Netflix is like their income is not based on a streaming service like a monthly thing. Like Apple has like billions of dollars in the bank right yeah, now. This was nothing. So them. they could do whatever they want. This was, a, they, they mm. made more money. That, like they made more than 500 million. Slowing down your phone. Slow, slowing down your phones. Yeah. Mm. This was all part of an algorithm yeah. they figured out 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, will we do this? Well, what are the odds of us getting caught? Well, if we get caught, yeah. I'm just going to pay. All right, do it. Yeah. Cause they always have that cost. Uh, Analysis fi mm -hmm. figured in. Yeah. They're playing. They're playing chess, man. Mm -hmm. We're just like, okay, let's do. I don't know. From sucks them for, for me. I wait for like two phones <laughs> to come through, then I'll get another one. Yeah, screw Apple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> what's the next one? Sports? sports section. I haven't seen this yet. Are the Astros getting hit a lot, dude? Astros for cheating every game. Just about every game, a pitcher's hitting them. 
because all this cheating. And even this is the thing I brought it up because even Aaron, you know, bit caught for cheating, suspended the most, almost the most ever for cheating. Even he coming out of that cheat thing, he's like, my bad guys, like you know, like take the L. No one is taking L's on the Astros. They're just like, nope. Well, now I'm Kermit sipping his tea. Yes, exactly. <laughs> It's just crazy. But even A-Rod, because A-Rod, like, even though he was on my squad and stuff, he's not, like, the best person. No. He's no. very douchey. Yes. So even for a douche like that to be like, take the L, and why can't the Astros do it? Right. So they're just going to be. super defiant. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. They're not very sorry. They cheated and got caught, and they're like. It's just like the whole city of Boston, pretty much. They're just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a meme for someone shrugging their shoulders like this? Yeah. There are plenty of them, probably. I'm sure there are somewhere. Yeah. I think there actually is a Kermit, another Kermit. Who... Who's doing that? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Kermit. Who knew he would have so many... <laughs> like, so many people would know Kermit mm. the Frog as this sassy, like, you know, smart-ass frog his lady's, judging you. His lady's sassy, too, so, you know. Like, Kid Me did not think... <laughs> watching Muppet Babies as a child, I wasn't thinking that no. Kermit the Frog would figure so heavily into my life. No. But he's spanning generations now. Yeah, which good for is him. Tight. Good for him. Salute to you, Kermit. Maybe I'm thinking of that white cat. Have you seen that white cat meme? The white cat meme? He's just sitting on a chair. There's plenty of cats. I've seen... Though. The one I saw was... There was a cat just, like, sprawled out, chilling on a chair super hard. Like starfished? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it looked like they were, like... They had, like, their head on the pillow... Like they were watching TV, then there was like a TV in the background. It looked like they were watching TV, but it was just chilling super hard. Oh man! Yeah. So many options. Mm-hmm. Right, cats on the internet is deep. Just cats in general. Yeah, it's a deep dive hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, don't be careful, people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we don't have this week in racism, but we have this week in sexism, sexism. instead. Instead, this one and is. We have to go all the way to the land down under to Australia. <laughs> so. The Australians women's football team, which is like probably rugby, they're getting so much um, men trolling and like talking shit on women that newspapers, when they do like live streams or on the articles or anything about the women's football team, they have to turn off the comments because there's just so much so many inappropriate and inappropriate comments. comments on like the lightest one that they could put in the paper was they should be in the kitchen. It's just crazy. I mean, I'm just refreshed that another country is as sexist as America is. <laughs> yeah. So, so salutes to Australia for yeah. making me feel good about yeah. the current state of gender affairs in this country. Yeah. But it's just wild. Like, man, I know a lot of them probably have daughters. Happy International yeah. Women's Month, uh, <laughs> ladies. Don't go to Australia. Don't go to you Australia. You will not be respected. <laughs> yeah. How terrible. Mm-hmm. How Those uh, comments are always so creative, aren't they? Just the, you know. No, there I mean, was. If the, it was 1945, <laughs> right? No, no, even in the yeah. art, even in the articles, like we've heard every single one before. It's yeah, like no, there's yeah. like nothing new. Exactly. It's always I, oh the kitchen. It's like oh the sandwich. Ah, mm-hmm. ah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, on, on a side note to that, uh, ESPN just did a highlight. There's like 16 different women in the NBA who are coaches. Or scouts on staffs. Ooh, that's good. Including two that are like number two, like head assistant coaches. Becky Hammonds on the Spurs is one of them, so it's there. Yeah. Isn't there one on like, uh, oh, they do it in the NFL. They're more in the NFL. There's the first now. woman in the NFL on the Niners this, yeah. this year. But uh, the NBA's been doing it. Like, she's been with them for mm. like six years. Like, there's, I didn't even know. There's, it's normal. Mm. There's so many like coaches. Always salute to the NBA. They're, they're doing that's stuff the properly. Like, they're staying ahead of the game mm. here. So, they're they're respecting people, right? Which and they good. gave like they gave one like one, she like 
got offered a job and then found out she was pregnant and like the team was like, well, we want to keep you. So like, let her get like maternity mm. leave and stuff. But then while she was on maternity leave, another team offered her oh, a raise and like a promotion. She's just like, yeah, like something I thought might ruin my career, like ended up being better. Like, yeah, it didn't mm-hmm. even affect her or anything. Dude, that's so awesome. And that's good that they're like, you know, give them maternity leave, you know, like do that. Like, it's awesome. And they were saying like the younger players, like, especially like it's just something they're used to and they like don't even, there's something like, rookie of the year, John Morant, like his personal, cause she's like, yeah, like I got here, like hired two weeks before he got drafted. And here's this 20 year, you know, 20 year old guy like hot shot number two pick and she's like i'm like he like works with me more than anyone else like i'm like his personal coach and like he's like yeah he's like never like made an issue of it or anything and it's good because women are younger generation yeah and women are just as competitive they know just as much as we do like so it's just awesome to see that she's like yeah they respect she's like like one of them's like older she's a hall of famer and they're like yeah like they, they all they care is that I know the game and like mm-hmm. obviously as a hall like I got you know enshrined in the hall of fame right before I got hired so she's like mm-hmm. they haven't made any hall of fames put respect yeah let's put some respect on her name mm-hmm, exactly so yeah so to balance out Australia the NBA is <laughs> out here doing good things yes giving women chances mm-hmm. where Australia is not so next is your song of the week right my song of the week salute gotta give a shout out to Monica who put me onto this guy D Smoke. I think he's on the Netflix show. He was the winner of the Netflix show, A Hustle and Flow. Really? Or whatever the Netflix the rapping Netflix one, competition yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, I Brad think this guy was too. the winner. Yeah, he was the winner. D Smoke. He kind of sounds like Kendrick Lamar, but mm-hmm. this song goes hard. I was, I was like playing it uh, yesterday in class, and like two of my students were like, oh, what is this? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, finally <laughs> something you like. <laughs> so it's called Gasper Yanga mm-hmm. by D Smoke featuring Snoop. Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop, Snoop Dizzle? Yeah. All right. Listen and enjoy, guys. Salute. Hey, yo, D Smoke. Man, why don't you represent the wood one time? Could you please? Super good, Smitto. D S M O K E. Bitch, it's official. I got these other niggas in quite a deal of a pickup. Cause they bitch want me to pour champagne, drip off the nipples. Get off, kick off the party, lift off and piss off the people who kiss up to the establishment. Haven't you seen their ego? Like me, no. I used to do this shit cause I loved it, busted for freedom. I still do this shit for the love, but add another zero. A hero in my city, I'm Diddy mixed with Rico. Strong, I throw this dick at my lady like it's a free throw. Long time, me love you, design by heat and struggle with porn rhymes. I bubble, I grind these motherfuckers, ain't never. See nothing like me. Where your roots run? Smokey talking that shit, nigga. Where you from? We can do some. Bro, keep talking that shit. You just might move some. Apply that pressure. 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 Apply that pressure. 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 Am I wrong for putting this on? You would if you could. In my zone, they leave me alone. I'm good in the wood. Great proponent, sit cologne. My foot on your jug, throwing stones. You never atone. I look at you. Super mitos, rico, jugando ese juego with the chico. La salud es llave, vengo de grave principios. Hidrando my body, wake up and throw back a Zico. Hop up in the morning, get a waffle at the Roscoe's on Manchester. I ain't gotta hit the pico. Aunque soy sano, no puedo decirlo de mis hermanos. Si andan tirados, turn you into chorizo. We go, stupid man, it's ludicrous. Give my girl a kiss and start playing all in the uterus. Zero, people did it like me before. The world is new to this. Red City nigga, plenty homies in the blue division. I did my homework in my rudiments. 
I'm in my don't work and stay true to all my hooligans. Now I travel where I want, regardless of the destination. And if you don't know your way, you just might need an invitation. Where your roots run? Smokey talking that shit, nigga, where you from? We can do some. Bro, keep talking that shit, you just might move some. Apply that pressure. 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 Apply that pressure. 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 Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's pick of the week. His song was, uh, what's that, Gaspar Yang? Gaspar Yanga. By D Smoke featuring Snoopaloop. Yeah, like I said, uh, he won that show mm-hmm. on Netflix, and then now his debut album called Black Habits is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got the co-sign from Snoop Dogg. I think uh, uh, there's someone, a couple, like someone from TDE's on it too. So he's you know ripping LA mm-hmm. really hard, and you know good for him. And that's Spang- Spanglish going on. Yeah, speaks Spanish fluently, so mm-hmm. he raps in Spanish. That was cool. Album covers fire. Yeah, what'd you think, Grace? Hey, I I, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. New, new, some new music for you guys. We had the classic with Jadakus earlier. Mm-hmm. So uh, take a take a look yeah. at D Smoke. And all these are new stuff too. So bringing you hot fresh stuff. Yeah, heard it here first. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. We just do it to the love. Yes. But anyways, it is now time, Grace, for our meandering questions. Okay. Don't th- they're hard hitting questions. So be be prepared. Oh, I yes. don't like this. <laughs> we're we're being funny. They're okay. <laughs> They're very serious, though. They're, they're give serious answers. They're important. Oh. They're, they're very important, important for people to know. Mm-hmm. You're going to share your expertise here. I'm yeah. frightened. Okay. All right. The first question, cheeseburger or pizza, which do you prefer? I, I have to go with pizza. Ooh. I don't like cheese on any kind of burger. Mm. You like I, plain? Yes. Mm. I mean, I yeah, I guess so. Pizza. Okay. Is favorite my... spot? What's your, yeah, what is your favorite spot here in Reno? Um... I like noble pie. I like sizzle pie. I like, uh, you know what? Honestly, this isn't like an inherently Reno thing, or maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know if it's a chain. It might be probably. But Pizza Plus. Ooh, I love they're Pizza so, Plus. They're so good. They're fries. They're fries. The steak cut with the mm. paprikas. Yes. It's great. It is. Mm-hmm. Makes me want it right now. The spizzot right there. It's a I classic. Get, I get upset because, you know, I work every day. I can never go to their lunch buffet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely a summertime. You can though. <laughs> it's definitely a treasure. I, mean, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for the first time. Mike, we're gonna yeah. go next time. We both have a day off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. And like the one by my place, they don't do the. They just do boneless wings too. Really on the buffet. I don't, I've so, never had their boneless wings. So it's just easier to Same. you know get some gluttony in. <laughs> Ooh, have you tried? Uh, they've got like some deep fried cauliflower or something. Mm. They got like some different like vegetables going on right now. So for the mm. Super Bowl, we did order like two hundred dollars worth lot, of their yeah. stuff, but I don't think we got. We had the poppers. It might have been in the pack. It's probably not in the package. That's probably why. I know they had fried mushrooms. Yeah, they got that mm. and some zucchini and fried mm. pickles. But I don't oh, think we ordered okay. the fried pickles. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, we didn't try that out. I didn't know how popular that would be. <laughs> we got the garlic cheesy bread though, and I mean their food's delicious. And the side wings like. The wings are so good. Yeah, you guys already know. <laughs> yeah. But um, let's see. Favorite place in Reno? What yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did You didn't mean food place. You just meant place? No, no, no. no this, this is a separate question. Separate question. Next question. Just oh. what's your favorite place to be in Reno? Yeah. Oh. To either chill or relax. Maybe okay. other than the house. Oh, my. Well, I was going to say my house, my my little room. Um, 
I think, uh, hmm. Hmm. Maybe, you know, honestly, it, that's hard for me. I don't get out a lot. When I do get out, uh, maybe I'll be performing somewhere. Maybe, can we, like, maybe narrow this down? To... So what's your favorite place to perform? Yeah. Oh. Or go to a show. Or relax and get a coffee or... <laughs> You know, okay, yeah, I'm going to go with the coffee thing, maybe. <laughs> um, I enjoy Coffee Bar. I think that's a that's a nice spot. Yes. The one on Mount Rose? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. It is a good spot. Mm-hmm. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? You know, this is going to not sound right, but L.A., for now, at least. Um, I've been actually trying to move to L.A. for maybe, like, four or five years it just is not it hasn't worked out for me i've had some opportunities they've all fallen through um but i would love to just be around you know more acting opportunities etc but if i didn't want to do that well i need to do more traveling (laughs) <laughs> honestly i I, yeah. I truly need to get out of the house more but yeah la <laughs> okay. well, i mean that makes sense for what you gotta you're trying be to do. you gotta yeah. be in the mix of it yeah you gotta be up in the mix exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's very true uh let's see your dream collabo if you could work with anyone anyone you know reggie watts probably that would be that would be a dream i That's think a good one. Mm-hmm. yeah Mr. Watts, all right. Uh, what is your writing process like? You kind of talked about this earlier, but like, do you like to write like on paper? Do you type it out? Do you use your phone? Do you like to sit in a room full of sunshine? Like, what's yeah? Your... Um, I think I think a little bit of everything. If I have an idea, I'll get it on voice memos really quick. Um, if I know I have to write something. So one thing I do is I have this small business that's called Single and Ready to Jingle, and I make jingles for, like, podcasts or YouTube intros, outros, or birthday songs, like, hey, happy birthday from your friends. Here's some inside jokes in the form of a song. So if I know I have to write a song, I usually just sit down behind my keyboard, and I'm like, oh, here's some chords. Here's, like, an opening word, and then I can kind of construct it from there. Um, If I'm not doing that, if I'm not, like, set and I just have an idea... Uh, maybe I'll take my voice memo and I'll go to my keyboard, figure out the key, figure out the chords, and then start playing some chords and say, hey, what are these chords telling me? What should I sing to these chords? Um, but yeah, kind of a little bit of everything. Um, rarely, I hardly ever just like sit down and like write down lyrics and then say, oh, that's the song. I have to like have some music going on so I know where things are. Uh, maybe I'll just like sit down um, with uh, Fruity Loops and then build a beat and then go from there. But yeah. Good old Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Do you have a favorite mm-hmm. instrument to play? Uh, I think keys. I love keys. I started playing ukulele a couple of years ago and I'm not amazing at it, but um, keys because I'm, I'm comfortable with that. And, you know, if I hear something, I can just like kind of figure it out by ear. But yeah, I love playing other instruments. But yeah, keys are my my OG instrument. Nice. All right, last one. Dinner with three people, dead or alive. Who would they be? Three people, dead or alive. Mm-hmm. Little Din Din. Oh. Oh. Uh, let's see. Let's go with celebrities. We'll we'll go with that. Um. 
Prince. Ooh, that's a good one. Good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy Davis Jr. Thought you might say that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Amy Winehouse. I don't know. Maybe not. Hmm? Maybe. Uh, sure. That would be a great. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. That's some talented ass rumors. Yes. That's that is the band of the future. Yeah. <laughs> Just making music people can't comprehend. Yeah. Wow. Till later. Yeah, that's that's a great uh, mm-hmm. mix of people and musicians. You could if you could pick their bla- brains and work with them. Hey, you know, who knows? That's Learn a lot over one dinner. With. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good trio. We haven't had yeah. that. Most people like spread it out. They don't mm-hmm. pick like those. <laughs> so focused on one thing. Yeah. Great. Well, that's the Mandarin questions. Good you job, Thank you. See? Thank you. I feel great. You won. You yeah. won. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. local news. The thing everyone's been talking about. Coronavirus is here in Reno. Mm-hmm. Huffaker Elementary School is closed due to potential exposure from the man who has it. Um, they're like, the school district's has all these precautions in place like because they already have protocols for when there's like outbreaks of flu because it happens we already had one earlier Mm -hmm. like in uh november at my school so they just put in protocols where like literally every hour they go through and wipe down like anything where people touch like door handles stuff like that and then they come through before school middle of the day after school and like disinfect all the desks and any surfaces that people come in contact with so, like, I feel actually pretty safe, even though I'm in a school and we have a preschool mm-hmm. there that has a bunch of little kids running around. It's crazy because I was asked that yesterday um, when I took the baby in, right when I checked in, like, you know, guys been around weird sick people or anything like that. And then again, when they took us to the back. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. But are kids getting it? I I heard kids are not getting it. So there's some of, but like their immune system is good, you know, Mm -hmm. so like fights it off. But I, I remember I read something where like an infant, like freshly born. They're they're Yeah. They got one, like one kid got one and two weeks it was gone. Like Mm. it's just the elderly that are really getting affected in the weak immune system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Compromised immune system people. And then that's, you know, like it's just a really strong flu virus and we get this every year and the media is taking it out of control. I also heard, um, I slowly skimmed this uh, article on the Atlantic where America's fudging the numbers so it doesn't look that bad. Of course. Because mm-hmm. like you said, Grace, people were, where were you at? And people oh, were... I was at Smith's and uh, I overheard a conversation. Um, this customer said, hey, where's your hand sanitizer? And the employee said, we are all out. Mm-hmm. There's no more. Amazon has them like two packs for like 50 bucks. Like it's ridiculous right now. <laughs> Strange. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that I read that like in Japan and several other countries in Asia, because of all the precautions people are taking for this, that like regular flu and all other illnesses have gone super far down too. Mm-hmm. There's basically like zero, like they've stopped the spread of all these like other flu and uh, viruses that were circulating yeah. because people are. I don't know, washing their hands and, and that's not like being the disgusted basic thing. people. And like, yeah, so like disinfectant is kind of good if you don't have a place to wash your hands. But like the important thing is to like wash the germs off. So they might like disinfect it. You're, you know, you do what you do, but you don't wash it off. So you're, the germs are technically kind of, they kills them, 
but they're still on your hand. So it's about the washing off. That's why washing your hands with soap. I don't know sink. what these people are doing. Yeah. I, I've worked in schools my entire adult life. I wash my hands like mm-hmm. before I eat every single meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like and whenever I transition to like a new place, like when I come home or go to work, I just, I, I work with kids too long. Like oh, I, yeah. before lunch, like I go to the teacher's lounge, wash my hands. And then everyone knows I walk back to my classroom and like, don't touch anyone or anything <laughs> before I eat because yeah. the school's disgusting. Yeah. Kids are disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like a surgeon just walking through like, no, nope. like, you're not going to give me a high five. No, bro. Your you, hands are not you gotta, clean. You got to get the bows out. Like I'm not even doing bows anymore. Yeah. They're sneezing into their elbows. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Can't even monster, monster smash I'm giving, I'm giving them head, head nods. Or like, yeah. I'm going to do like this. From across, the, from across the way. What's up? Like the video in Japan of the dudes giving like foot kicks to each other. Uh, <laughs> like holding out their feet. Like dapping each other, yeah. the other's feet up. Well, I'm going to have to do that from mm-hmm. now on. Like no hand touching. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought I was like, just be a clean person. Yeah. That's pretty uh, much it. I guess I'm a germaphobe. Yeah. Because, yeah. But like, yeah, people like going on cruises and, mm. you know, airplane with the recirculating air and like all kinds of stuff. But yeah, that's we'll why see. that's why we'll I push see how it goes the next few weeks. Yeah, that's why I push push out some trips that I wanted to take because of this, because obviously with the baby, you know, I don't want to, you yeah. know, get mom a little extra worried and stuff when she doesn't need to be. But we'll see how mm-hmm. it goes. Like, I feel like the next few weeks are tell if we're still like this, like talking about individual cases in mm-hmm. three or four weeks. Yeah, but I feel by next month, like if we're not, in March. If it hasn't hit mm-hmm. by then, like as the weather gets nicer and mm-hmm. things open up more, I feel like people will it, it'll spread less. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll, we shall see. Stay safe, people. Wash your hands. Um, and then local news: Eddie Lorton, the guy who ran against Hillary Sheevy, who's well, we don't like him. You can do <laughs> your own research on why he announced he's running for city council for Devin Reese's seat. So um, check him out. He's got a lot of shady things going on, so uh, be like, stay woke, people. And like, when you're voting, and if you do vote in local elections, you know, be aware of who you're voting for. Some people are just mm-hmm. regular people like us trying to make our community better. Yeah. Other people have some strange ideas that maybe you should research before trying to fill their pockets and whatnot. You want to, yeah, judge them. He's mm-hmm. all kinds of shady shit when he ran for mayor, and uh, I just, I don't know, like this. He compares himself to Trump. I don't like this guy. That's already an L in my book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then before we go, some local events to share. Um, salutes to our friends at Champagne Lounge. Uh, a bunch of our friends have a Burning Man camp. If you're mm-hmm. a burner, you've probably been to their camp, Champagne Lounge. They're having a fundraiser. Their truck broke down. They need to get Ooh, a new dang. one. So next Saturday night at Press Start, uh, they'll have a fundraiser going on to uh, raise money to help their camp. Mm-hmm. So check that out. I don't know the exact times on that, but I'm sure. Probably in the evening. Yeah, and I'm sure if you just head over there at like 8 o'clock on Saturday, March mm-hmm. 14th, you can help them out. They've got some specials going on. Yeah, then on the 28th. March 28th, uh, Between the Lyrics 4, The Women of Hip Hop, my art show going on at Holland Project uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, we've pretty much got everything locked and loaded. Our, uh, I'll be making the event and the flyer mm-hmm. in the next couple of days. Uh, we've got... Some uh, some past guests will be performing, and we've got mm-hmm. a lot of people. Shout out Mike Lacido just got back to us. He's going to do a piece. He just got yeah. back in town and got in contact with us. So there's a busy, lot. Busy man. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, artists. I think that I think it's like 42 different artists. Now, ooh. The most ever. Mm-hmm. So if we're hopefully, you know, make it the best one yet and, you know, raise the money for Holland. 
Check yeah. that out on March 28th. And then you're playing. Yeah, our band's playing. Uh, Seven Out will be playing at Picnic on May 22nd. I know that's way super far in the future, but uh, we just got that locked down. Yeah. So uh, mark your calendars for May 22nd when hopefully yeah. you know the weather will be nice. Warm. We won't be talking about coronavirus anymore. But drinking Coronas. Yeah, but drinking Coronas on a patio. Yeah. So, and we're going you know, to tear that shit down just like last time. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, make sure you check out every Monday night at Loving Cup. There actually is no more. Oh, it's not? Yeah. It's, I, I saw it in, it, I saw it in uh, the Reno News and Review this week. That's why it I put was? it in there. It was on their website yesterday huh. when I was making this up. Yeah. I talked to Ethic, and he's like, hmm. No. Yeah. I guess Motown Mondays is over. Sad days. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Like, I shared it a couple weeks ago, you know? Because like, I used to go take pictures for it. But, you know, with the baby and stuff, it's just, just hard. It's never caught on. It's just hard to stay up late. And, like, yeah, like, it's Monday night. You know, like, some service industry people, like, it'd be good for them. But hmm. they just. That's too bad. Yeah. Maybe in the future they can resurrect that somewhere mm-hmm. else or something. That yeah. People, I don't know. But Ethic did play at Lex, I think. I and he played, that. like, nothing but Motown anyways on Thursday night. Yeah, I saw that with uh, mm. DJ. Shout out DJ Q. Yeah. They got their new podcast it, out, too. Up and rolling, yeah. So uh, check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then before we go, Grace, um, is there anything you want to uh, share? Like you want people, if they want to find out your music or. Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so my handles are just at Grace or something. Grace or something on Twitter because uh, they wouldn't let me put a G on the end. But regardless, <laughs> that's where you can find me. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook youtube uh yeah and it's all oh yeah i just released maybe the first ever tiktok album ever probably (laughs) (laughs) it's on itunes and spotify it's called some tiktoks by grace or something no spaces and if you want to stream (laughs) that that would be wonderful it includes uh tracks 20 tracks uh including scoliosis red bottom crocs uh friday the 14th and um that fish wrap uh, aforementioned. I'm already yeah. curious. Yeah. Red bottom Crocs. I feel like that's Mike Moberly. That's got to be your song. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play it for him tonight. Mm-hmm. And lastly, before you go, if you were offering advice to people who want to be a creative person, like whether it's a musician, an artist, or anything, what would your advice to them be? Yeah, my my advice would be just keep going. It's hard, but you got to keep going. And I feel like with content creation uh, these days, unfortunately, sometimes it's not about the quality. It's about the quantity. And I try to do both. I try to do quality and quantity. But I mean, just put it out there. You know, it's all about consistency. And if you keep making videos and just throwing them out there, you know, something's going to happen. Or mm-hmm. music, you know, just like keep going for it. Whatever you're doing, whether it's art or anything, you have to believe in it. Say, hey, I can do that. And then say, it already happened. I just need to get there. And then just work towards that. So Nice. Well, thank you again for mm-hmm. being on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, we're very glad thank for you, you to grace uh, grace us with your talent uh, and uh i guess that's it anything else caesar that's it just uh wash your hands and stay hydrated pretty much God right now it, wash your hands yeah just wa- just stay clean in general just wash your hands <laughs> stay safe yes cuffing season's <laughs> almost over yeah so it's time to you know start I, working on yourself especially if you're cuffing you need to be washing your hands yeah and if you're not <laughs> yeah. And you're looking, if, you're, if you're out there you know about there trying to be single 
for spring and summer, it's time to start working on yourselves. Mm-hmm. Get out of that hibernation. Yeah. Until the next episode. Yeah. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Salud. This is Michael O'Shea, a.k.a. the king of the two-day holiday. Pick this up from the boys, a.k.a. the passport killer. And I was just up in the mix, raw and uncut. Catch any of their witty banter on all your social media distractions, except the Twitter. I mean Twitter. Peace. Peace.